Hello world, my name is Hannah and this is my world where I am going to be humble, open, and transparent about my journey as the wife, the mom, and the boss. Hello world and welcome back. Um, Today's episode is exciting and yet also nerve wracking for me. Every episode I am going to be humble, open, and transparent with you and just share my journey, my world with you to be encouraging to somebody else. But that's not always easy. It's not always easy to share. It's not always easy to uh, let my guard down and be vulnerable and transparent and just share my insecurities. But I know that I'm not the only one who feels the way that I do. And so by me uh, sharing my story, it allows someone else not to feel alone and to be like, ah, she gets me. She understands how I feel. So I'm going to go ahead and share today and um, just (sighs) let my guard down and be just vulnerable. And so what I want to share today with you is learning how to become unapologetically me. Uh, That has been a struggle for me. It's been a struggle to just be me and to be okay with who I am and to just step out, like truly step out on faith and allow God to use me however he sees fit. And as a believer, it is difficult to say that because faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen and the bible teaches us that we are supposed to call those things that are not as though they are and we're supposed to walk by faith not by sight you know you're not supposed to be uh affected or distracted by the things that you see even though it may not look good it may not feel good and you can't see how it will turn out for your good you're supposed to believe in the word that says that all things work together for your good you know and when trials and tribulations come your way you're supposed to rejoice you know because you know that it's going to produce endurance like we have all this faith right and and most importantly faith you know, it without faith, it is impossible to please God. So I have to have faith, right? I have to be walking by faith in order to please God. But then, you know, you can have all the faith in the world, right? But faith without works is dead. And that's where I trip up. That is where I struggle because, you know, there's times that I will have avocado seed faith and I'm like, yes, God, I'm gonna believe in this. But then when it comes to actually applying, it's like that avocado shrinks so quick into a faith of a mustard seed, (laughs) you know, um, because it is not always easy to just step out on faith, especially for me. It's difficult because I am someone who likes certainty. I'm someone who likes to know how things are going to play out. But what I've also realized and I know is, is that certainty is the opposite of faith, because if I'm certain about how something is going to play out, if I'm certain about how things are going to be, then what do I need faith for? Faith is actually my substance. Faith is what I hope for. In fact, faith is like an act of defiance because 
it is the, the thing that we hold on to or that we believe in in spite of in spite of the you know the circumstance in spite of the the disappointment in spite of you know the situation it's just like God I'm going to trust you I'm going to hold on to you I know that you are going to work things out for my good you said that you know the plans that you have for me for you know to prosper me and to bring me to an expected end and that I am a victor so I know that I I you know am an overcomer you know so it's just like that is the very essence of your faith it's your substance of those things that you cannot see which is how you're able to call those things that are not as though they are because of faith so if I'm certain oh yeah I'm certain that it's going to turn out this way then what am I believing for I'm not believing for anything I'm not even sitting in expectancy because it's just like oh well I know this is going to work out so I don't expect anything different you know, there's, there, there is no, there's no need for faith. And so I know this, right. But even though I know this, it is still difficult at times to just walk out in my faith, to take that jump, to leap and to just, you know, be like, I'm trusting you God in this moment, in this season. And I, you know, people say that when you, when you don't do those things, um, that you miss out on God. I don't necessarily think that I've missed out on God um, because if he knows all, if he is the all knowing God and knows the end before it even began, then he knew that this daughter of his was going to struggle in some areas and that it was going to take her a little bit longer to fulfill the assignment that he has given her. Um, And I just believe that God builds in detours already in the blueprint for us not taking those leaps of faith, for us not doing what it is that we're supposed to do. But I want to talk about, you know, just my experience with failure, because I feel like at some point in my life, I learned somewhere or was told that failure is a bad thing. And it's not, you know, um, failure is actually a good thing. In fact, my pastor puts it like this. He says, you're either winning or or you're learning, but you're never losing. You're never failing. It's really about your perspective. Now you can look at it as failure and then sit in your misery, sit in your regret, sit in your mess up, or you can go ahead and change your perspective and look at it as an opportunity to learn because now you have an opportunity to learn from the mishap so that the next time that you do it, you'll do it differently because, you know, it's only insanity if you continue to do the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result like that makes absolutely no sense. But in your failure, you can look at it and say, OK, I'm going to try this differently. And then when, you know, you succeed the next time and you're, you're you know, you're you actually get into your winning season, you know, now you're able to share and talk about the goodness of the Lord. You know, it's just like those phrases or cliches that we hear how you can't have a message without having a mess. Like you first have to experience a mess in order to get a message like no story comes from 
from, you know, there not being a problem or solution. It's just like right now, my children in virtual school, they're learning about different sentence structures, right? And one of the sentence structures is problem and solution and cause and effect. There, you know, and in a cause and effect, you're going to have like an issue, even when they're writing their um, in not informative writing, but even, yeah, whether they're writing an informative essay or an opinion essay, there all there's always a a problem that they're supposed to write about so that they can come up with a solution. It's the same thing with our lives. Not saying that you know you have to be in a problem or a struggle, even though the Bible does said when trials and tribulations come, but there's going to be certain times where there's something to figure out, and maybe the first time you try to figure it out, it's not the right thing or it doesn't turn out the right way but there is no testimony without a test like you have to go through something you know anyways uh you know I I just I just wanted to to share that because it has been a struggle for me um to sometimes step out in the calling of what God has for me or what God has told me to do uh because of the fact that I have second guessed myself I have felt underqualified or have felt that I am, you know, not good enough or have no business doing that. Prime example, uh, I have been vegan going on five years now. Uh, This January will be five years. And, you know, when I first started, it was a struggle. It was a struggle because I was learning about what veganism was. I was reading labels. Um, for those who have been longtime listeners, you've already heard my health journey uh, and why I am vegan. And so, you know, um, in the beginning, I was just kind of sharing my journey, sharing my workouts. You know, um, I was on I actually have, you know, Hannah's World Facebook page where I was posting exercises and posting, you know, just inspirational quotes, uh, just kind of helping others along their health journey, too. And so Anthony and um, a very dear friend of ours was always telling me, like, Hannah, you could turn this into a business like you can, you know, uh, draw up meal plans or you can, you know, do like fitness in the park and, you know, charge people ten dollars to come out or, you know, all these different ways where I could make like a second income. And for me, I've just always been like, I am not a salesperson. Like, I just don't feel comfortable. But one of the biggest reasons why I didn't feel comfortable is because I I didn't feel qualified. I'm like, I'm not a nutritionist. I haven't gone to anybody's fitness training program. Like, this is just me figuring out what works for me. And when people ask me about it, I just share it like, hey, this is what I've learned. And, you know, even our our close family friend, she was saying, Hannah, but there's a lot of people who don't want to do the research and they will pay you to do the research for them. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, I don't know. And I didn't do it, y'all. I didn't. And so now when I see people who kind of started out the same time as I did and how they've blown up now and they are, you know, just sharing their journey like they didn't go and get a, a nutrition certificate. They didn't, you know, become this fitness trainer or anything like that. Like they're not a nutritionist. They didn't do any of that stuff. All they did was share. They shared their journey. They shared their testimony. They shared what they were doing. Found a new vegan spot. Hey, y'all, I found a new vegan spot. You should go check it out. And look at what that did for them. And I'm just like, man, God, had I not been afraid, (laughs) had I not um, disqualified myself, 
I wonder how you could have possibly used me in that area. How could I have been useful to you in that area? And, you know, now I'll never know. That doesn't mean that there's not other ways that he can use me. But that's just an example of how I allow my own fear and how I allowed, you know, the false narratives in my head to hold me back. And one of the things that I realize about myself when it comes to fear is, is that fear is only or failure, not fear, but failure is only scary to those who are concerned about the critics. And that's me. I have been concerned about the critics. Well, what will people say? You know, um, will people reject me? Will they like me? You know, will they have something to say because I'm a vegan who eats honey? You know, will they criticize me about that? I was concerned about the critics and failure is only scary to those concerned about the critics. You ask any successful person how many times they failed before they had their first success And I'm pretty sure that they will tell you that, okay, did they struggle sometimes with their failures? They probably did. But I'm pretty sure that they will tell you that at some point they were just like, I didn't care anymore. I didn't care about what people had to say about me failing. I knew that this was what I wanted to accomplish and I was just going to keep grinding at it and I was going to keep doing it. You know, it's like I had this conversation with Anthony the other day about failure because this is where him and I, uh, we complement each other because Anthony is the leaper. He is the one who will step out on faith. If I give Anthony an idea, he will run with it. And because of how quickly he is ready to put the pedal to the metal, as they say, it scares me. And I'm like, whoa, hold on. Like, you know, there's things that we got to think through. Like, I got to figure this out. I'm not quite sure. Like, it scares me to the point where I'm just like, no, nah, I don't want to do it anymore. And I feel like I frustrate him when I do that because, but it's just so scary to me how quickly he's willing to jump. I'm like, oh, like, I'm just not that kind of risk taker yet. <laughs> I, I, I'm working on it. But I'm not yet. And we were recently having a conversation about that. And, you know, he was just trying to encourage me by saying, you know, Hannah, you have to be willing to just do it and fail and be okay with failing because that's how you learn. You know, it's just like how my pastor says it's either you're winning or you're learning, but you're never failing. You're never losing. You know what I'm saying? It's all about your perspective and how you look at it. It's either you're going to look at it as a failure or you're going to look at it as a learning opportunity. Because the thing is, is that if you look at it as a learning opportunity, then that gives you the, the, the moment to, to see to sit back look at the mess and say all right how could I have done this differently but if after you fail you're just like okay I give up then you're never gonna succeed you know what I'm saying victory can't come to the person who gave up you know you have to keep going it's a marathon you know you have to like Anthony says I think he said that Nipsey Hussle says this but you got to put uh, four toes, four toes. I mean, I'm sorry, hear me saying four toes. You got to put 10 toes to the ground. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm getting all tongue twisted in what I'm saying, but you, you get what I'm saying. You have to be willing to put all like jump 
in, you know, and just be willing to to risk it all. Bet on yourself. And that's what Anthony was saying to me. He was like, Hannah, you got to be willing to bet on yourself. You know, if you're not willing to bet on yourself, then who else is going to be willing to bet on you? You know, and that's just the truth. Like you have to be willing. But the thing is, is that when you have God in your life, you know that he is going to work things out for your good. Like the Bible tells us that we can go to him in confidence because we know that whatever we ask according to his will, he will do. Like we'll, we can have whatever we ask for. The Bible tells us that we have not because we ask not. Like if we just go to him and say, God, what is it that you want me to do? You know, how, what is it in my house? What is in my storehouse? Because the Bible tells us that, you know, everything that we need to fulfill our, our assignments, to fill our purpose in this world, it's already in us. Greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. Like God doesn't need to give us anything else in order for us to fulfill what it is that he has called us to do. So it's for me to say, okay, God, what's already in my storehouse? What have you already given me for me to fulfill the things that you have called me to do? Like, how can I do it? Because obviously, you know, I've heard how you don't call the qualified but you qualify the call so if there is an area that is your will and your purpose for my life that I may not think that I'm qualified for then obviously you're gonna qualify me and that's the other thing like when we are accomplishing something that God has destined for us to do we have to rely on him and not ourselves and so that's the problem and and that's a pride thing and I've realized that about me too it's a pride thing because it's almost like I'm saying well I'm not qualified because I haven't done what I need to do to be able to do this but that's not it it's me to say okay God I'm going to trust you and rely on you and that's letting go of control and I I realize it I can admit it y'all you know I've told y'all I'm a Martha I like to be in control. I like certainty. I like to know how things are going to, you know, play out and how it's going to go. But I can't. I have to be willing to let that go, to let go of the reins and allow God to come in and truly have his way. You know, but the thing is, is that with failure or with feeling like you've messed up for me personally, it's also that feeling of disappointment. And I was listening to a sermon uh, by Pastor Stephen Furtick a while back, and he said something that I thought was so profound. And I probably shared it with you all before. But he says that, you know, don't allow disappointments to diss your appointment. And that was so profound to me because it's like, you know, who am I disappointing God is like Hannah you haven't disappointed me because I qualify you so if you messed up this is an opportunity now for me to come in and for me to help you and for you to then go and share that's where you get that testimony out of the test where you get a message out of your message now you can go and share with others how I brought you through to give me the glory so it's like 
who are you disappointing? You're not disappointing God, but what you are doing is you're dissing your appointment because now that you messed up, you looking at you, 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 and, and how other people view you. So you're not even worried about pleasing me anymore. Now you worried about pleasing people and whether or not people are going to accept you and what people have to say and trying to meet the standards of people when their standards and their measure, their measurements were never set for you, but you're trying to meet them. And all you're doing is getting disappointed because now you're trying to meet measures that wasn't even set up for you. And I was like, dang God. Okay. I get it. I get what you're saying. But even though I got it, y'all, did that mean that I started doing what I was supposed to do? Like just stepping out on faith and believing? No. Uh, and so I've also realized that Hannah is a hindrance to herself because as much as I want to do the things that I believe that he is calling me to do, um, I stop myself. I was saying this to Anthony the other day because he is my biggest supporter. I honestly, I could give that man any vision or dream that I have and he will just run with it and help me make it happen like he is my biggest supporter but I told him the other day when we were talking I said you know I know that you support me I know that you will help me accomplish whatever it is that I want to do I said but the problem is is that sometimes the voice in my head is louder than your support and that's what messes me up. I am my own hindrance. And I truly have to just go to God and say, God, free me of me. Like, free me of me. Like, I truly want to be freed of myself and just not even be concerned about the rejections or be concerned about the likes or be concerned whether or not people are, you know, are cheering me on. You know, because it, it's not about their chairs. It, it's not about what they're saying. Like, it's about what God wants me to do. And that's where I have to put my focus. I have to put my focus on, is this really what God wants me to do? Is this your agenda for me, Lord? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? And run with that, you know. Um, and so the thing is, is that when for me, when I'm focused on what other people have to say and I mess up and I fail, I now feel like a failure. I now feel broken and I now feel like, dang, I don't I don't even want to try anymore or let this or not even try anymore. I don't even want to try because I'm already preconceiving that what if this doesn't work out? And so the, it's it's difficult. But when that happens, when you are afraid to grow. When you are afraid to move forward, um, it, it's dangerous. It's It really is dangerous because if you're not learning, which again, failure is an opportunity to learn. If you're not learning, then you're not growing. And if you're not growing, you're dead. I'm not trying to be the walking dead around here. You know what I'm saying? I want to grow. I want to be able to be planted, you know, and, and for, for God to replant me into another pot because I've now outgrown this pot. But another thing that I've learned about myself is, is that sometimes I will be afraid to grow because I'm looking for others to come along with me. Mm. That was a hard truth for me to receive because God was like, Hannah, 
everybody grows at their own pace. So what are you going to do? Are you going to stunt your growth to go at the pace of somebody else because they haven't received the revelation that you have? Like you share the revelations that I give you and allow them to process it because it took time for me to process it through you for you to get to the point where you are. So why would you think that it's okay for you to take your crock pot um, revelation and give them a microwave revelation so that they can instantly or give them an instapot <laughs> revelation so that they can be at your pace it doesn't work like that but I still need you to grow like just because they're not ready to move forward doesn't mean that you are going to stunt your growth to stay where they are because now you are prohibiting yourself from being able to move forward and when you stunt your growth you can cause death because now you have placed yourself in a situation you don't want to be replanted. You don't want to be repotted into a bigger plot. So now you are stuck in this pot and your roots are stunted because they have no more room to grow. It it doesn't work like that. Uh, um, I'll give you a great example. So the other day I was um, I don't even know how I got onto reading about this, but I was reading about butterflies and butterflies have stages of growth. So there's the egg, there's the larva or the caterpillar. Um, then there's the chrysalis or as we commonly known as a cocoon, and then they become a butterfly, right? So all of these things, they have their stages. Now, in order for a, a caterpillar cannot stay a caterpillar for the rest of its life. It, it doesn't work that way. Uh, if they do not go through their stages of growth, they will die. Like if they don't produce enough, I think it's called pupa. If they don't produce enough of that pupa in order for them to turn into the chrysalis and form their cocoon, they will die. Like there is no, oh, I'm not ready to emerge from my cocoon yet. I don't want to become a butterfly yet. There, No, if you don't do what you're supposed to do, they die. It's the same thing with us. And I remember, um, you know, I, I, th I believe I shared this before in regards to butterflies, the DNA of a, of a butterfly is in that of a caterpillar. So even though at the stage of a caterpillar, they don't have their wings yet, the butterfly, their wings, that DNA is already there. It's just like with us. You know, I, I mentioned earlier how, you know, we are already equipped with what we need in order to fulfill our purpose and our assignments in life. You know, but you along with that growth process and you need development, which sometimes those lessons that you learn is a part of your development. So it's necessary to go through the lesson so that you can learn so that once you get into the next stage or phase of your life, you can develop on time and not prematurely if I try to develop or if a butterfly tries to develop its wings from when it's at the caterpillar stage without going through the cocoon stage it's premature you know what I'm saying and a lot of times when things are premature there's always some type of issue or defect or something that's going on so you don't want that you know those premature developments and you don't want to stunt your growth either you know you want to be able to move forward and to learn and to 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 grow and I've that's what I've been learning you know that's what I've been dealing with and it's just it's difficult sometimes especially when I think about the the things that I have not allowed myself to do because of a fear because of you know um the rejection because of 
how I felt that people were going to to look at me. And I've just learned that, you know, Hannah, it's either you're going to just jump or you're going to stay stagnant. And you don't want to stay stagnant because, like I said, that's dangerous and it leads to, you know, death. And the thing is, is that I can't be afraid of being broken. Like, it's okay to go through that learning stage. It's okay if you are broken through jumping. You know what I'm saying? If I jump and don't necessarily land on my feet and I'm I'm broken, it's okay because sometimes things need to be broken in order to be shared. And that uh for me was just another profound revelation because what I'm doing right now is sharing. And in order for me to share what I'm learning with you all, I had to go through broken stages or phases in my life to to learn these revelations to share with you. But sometimes in order, like, what do we do? We break bread. We share like things have to be sometimes things have to be broken in order for us to share in order for us to, you know, allow somebody else to benefit from it and for them to receive the fruits of it. You know, um, and so this is this has been a difficult uh, season or process to go through. This has been my my learning season uh, and I'm appreciative of it. I just want to also learn from it to the fact of taking that jump, taking that leap. And so I am saying to myself, Hannah, do it. And even if you're nervous about it, do it scared. It's just like, you know, my dear friend, uh, Michelle, she would always say, you know, jump, jump and do it afraid. <laughs> just do it afraid. And so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to just jump and do it afraid. And you guys, you know, be on the lookout <laughs> for what's to come. Um, because I really just want to fulfill the things that God has for me to fulfill. And I don't want to sit on it anymore. I don't want to be stagnant. I don't want to be complacent. And that's, that's the, that's another thing because sometimes we, or I, let me own my own truth, but sometimes I think I can, uh, confuse or not necessarily confuse, but I can, uh, trip over that thin line between complacency and contentment and it's just like oh I'm content with where I am but you know what the the biggest thing about uh the difference between complacency is contentment is your heart you got to do a heart check and it's it's about your motives like you know you sometimes I can say oh well I'm just being content because you know I don't want to be you know like having the wrong motives of wanting more and so it's just like okay if that's true then that's true but if you are using that as a cover-up for your complacency because you're comfortable and you're afraid of getting comfortable with being uncomfortable then that's just straight up complacency so you have to understand the difference you have to know the difference you have to know that your complacency is just or your quote-unquote contentment is a cover-up for your complacency so you got to do a heart check. And so I am doing a heart check and I'm saying, Hannah, don't become complacent. Don't get comfortable with where you are because that can lead 
to stagnation and that will lead to a dangerous place and it could lead you to death you know and that's not what I want I really don't want that so I hope you guys got something out of me sharing this today like I said it was it's difficult because it's me admitting that sometimes it is hard for me to just step out on faith or sometimes my own false narratives are louder um, than, you know, my faith to just step out and to really pursue what it is that I feel that God is calling me to do. But I have to do it because I have kids who I need to show in my action, not just say by my words about my faith. They have to see that their mother is a strong woman of faith and just believes in God to do the impossible. And I also have to teach my kids not to be afraid to fail. And I think I shared that with you guys before in regards to, you know, as a parent, I have learned that um, I got to be careful with when my kids make a mistake, not to fuss at them about it, because I really think that that is what makes us or that's what made me afraid of failure because it's like oh I don't want to get in trouble you know I don't want them to look at me the wrong way I don't want to feel the rejection it's that insecurity of people having a different perspective of you because you messed up and so I you know I don't want my kids to to be like me in that way where it has taken me a while to finally realize that and be like nope be free of yourself and stop hindering yourself from doing the things that you know you're supposed to be doing. So because of that, because of them, I have to change because of the fact that I know that there are people that I am assigned to and that are waiting on me to just jump so that they can jump as well. I have to step out. I have to jump. I have to take the leap. So I hope you all got something out of today's episode um it is always my prayer that you do and please continue to send in your listener letters let me know what you thought let me know what you feel about this but um i am becoming unapologetically me (laughs) i am you know finding myself in god uh to just step out and and jump and so i'm looking to him and i'm just like all right lord what's next let's go so until next time oh to connect with me, you can connect with me on Instagram at Hannah's World 00, or you can connect with me via Gmail at Hannah's World 00 at gmail.com. And you guys can also find me on Facebook on the Hannah's World page. Um, and the reason why I'm saying for you to go there, because a part of me stepping out on faith is me making the decision to start sharing my journey again. I am starting, I don't want to say all over with my health journey, but it has been a journey. And um, just because of life happening and, you know, change, I, you know, haven't been, well, in the past, haven't been consistent. But since my recent detox in August, I have been consistent with working out on a daily basis and, you know, being more, um, disciplined in my eating and so I figured you know what let me just share let me just share what I'm doing 
Um, for others who may have struggled with, you know, the whole health journey like I have. And so if you want to check out what I'm doing and um, I'm going to be posting more. So look out for that. I'll be posting more on the Hannah's World uh, Facebook page as well as the Instagram uh, page. So come check me out and uh, support a sister because <laughs> it is not easy. Let's support each other, you know, and create a, a health community or something like that. All right. So until next time, peace out world. Mm-hmm.